0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, we're catching up with Don Roberts, the Executive Director of the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic. Lots to talk about here today. Um, Don, things going well?
1: Yes, we are very busy. Very so, good.
0: Yep. I hear... Um, um, Some good things. I saw some Facebook posts, people asking about Beasley and all, you know, the comments were great and, uh, had great experiences there, but, um, you, you have been quite busy here the last few months, especially, haven't you?
1: Yes, we have. Yeah. I mean, our surgery, our spay and neuter surgeries are scheduled out, you know, five to six weeks. Hmm. So, and then usually we've got a busy day of drive-in, no appointment necessary vaccines. So, yeah, my staff stays really
0: busy. I bet. So, for anybody uh, to try to get into the clinic for spay and neuter, you better get on, I mean, know that it's going to be a month and a half or so, Correct.
1: Possibly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, you know, male cats, we can probably get you in a little bit quicker, but if you're looking to spay your dog or your cat, you're looking at five to six weeks out right now.
0: Hmm. Okay, so just uh, kind of keep that in mind, but... Um, Dawn, uh, speaking of, of trips to the vet, um, that is a stressful time for dogs and cats, isn't it?
1: Yes. I mean, I think humans alone, I mean, for me personally, I'm nervous going to the dentist. It's a terrible experience for me. So you have to just understand that pets are just as anxious and scared to go to, you know, the vet, um, you know, because especially since, you know, your only experience is getting pricked and prodded and stuff, it's going to, make for an unpleasant experience for mm. them so you know you just have to you know c- you stay calm and comfort your animal as much as possible but um you know there's just there's some tips that people you know pet owners can kind of keep in mind to help minimize the anxiety and stressful experience at vets. Um, you know not all of them will work and some are more anxious than others um, so just everyone can just do the best they can
0: well maybe the these Tips here that um, Dawn is going to share will will help you in you know uh, getting your fur baby to the uh, to the to the vet's office. I, I was sharing with you that uh, for our little one, I, I try to let her go with me at different places so that way she doesn't think every time she gets into the car that it's going to the vet, you know. Yeah, that's and a so. super,
1: that's a super, um, you know, routine to get in is, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a little harder for cats. You don't want to just right. take your cats everywhere, but for certainly for dog owners, you know, get them used to car trips, knowing that not every time they get in a car, they're going to the vet, you know, if it's just to drive around the block, go to like Home Depot, that experience, I mean, that desensitizes them to a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. new people, new smells, new things, dog park, make, make them think that every time they get into a car, it's gonna be a fun experience. So that when you are on the way to the vet, it's not something like, oh great, this is where we're going.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Greenway is another great place. Absolutely. The yeah. Bark Park, you mentioned the Bark Park.
1: Yep, yep. Or take them through, they'll drive through and get them a pup cup or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, show them the dock. Car rides are fun. And yeah. it was a little bit more difficult with cats. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I would guess it would be. Uh, a lot of these places, uh, fast food restaurants and things of that nature, um, we went to Slim Chickens recently and, and they saw the puppy in the car and said uh, would you like a dog treat so so a lot of them do that
1: absolutely yeah I know tractor supply I believe you can take your dog there and get you know they'll give you treats and stuff too so
0: and just to be inside and around other people I mean those are good things
1: yes it is it gets them used to new people which is you know a lot of the thing you're when you're at the vet's office it's new people new smells that kind of gets them going so
0: well one of the tips here is to to get your pet comfortable with handling early on so kind of talk to me about that is it i I remember when i took uh our our ratchie uh, rat terrier chihuahua to the vet for the first time they said these dogs are notorious for not allowing you to clip toenails because of their personality so touch their feet all the time is that what you mean by by handling early on is is all of that
1: yeah i mean just you know just Put your hands on them, rub them, you know, under the belly, ears, feet, you know, lift their mouth up so you can look at their teeth. Just get them used to being touched and stuff without, you know, by yourself. Make it make it a positive experience. Um, I know, you know, the biggest challenges that I know we face a lot is, their dogs do not like their feet touched or ears looked at so you know if you could just try it as their if you have puppies or even a new dog in your home just work with them and just handle them as much as possible especially with the feet yeah toenails i mean there's a lot of dogs that do not like their their nails trimmed and so that's just it makes them stressed out it makes you stressed out and it's just if you can get them used to it give them a treat you know while you're rubbing their feet but that's certainly anything you can do at home to make pets much more comfortable being touched not just picking them up everywhere on the body because when a vet does an assessment or exam they're going to be touching feeling Mm -hmm. everywhere so
0: that that's a good that's a good point and um the mouth they hate in the mouth so i mean just make that as comfortable as you can just to check yep um also um talk to me about one of your points here is don't associate your pet's crate with a visit to the vet so are, are you saying that don't make the only time they're in the crate the time when they're going to the yeah. vet
1: yeah and that's pretty much you know having to deal with cats i mean a lot of times people you know just when the cat needs to go to the vet that's where ideally because most you know vet clinics do require that cats to be contained so their thing is to have to put the cat in the carrier, and some are not cooperative, especially if that's the only time. So, you know, you could leave, and I know having a crate in the middle of a room or something is might, you know, seem be in the way, but just leave a crate out there, put treats in there, um, and they'll smell it and go in there and, you know, kind of associated with maybe a positive and more experience that there's treats in there. Um, for dogs absolutely kennel training and crate training your dog is you know has so many benefits um, you know if they learn to learn it as a safe place where they can go sleep and then if they have to stay a long period of time at a vet's office when they put them in a kennel, the dogs are much more calmer because mm. they're used to being in a crate and in feeling a secure place.
0: And sizing of the crate is important for dogs, isn't Absolutely. it?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if you're potty training, you want it to be have them as least amount of room as possible because they usually do not go um, to the bathroom where they're laying. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's good to know there. So, if you're uh, if you're working in that. Uh, area we're talking about some tips for uh, stress-free visits to the vet Uh, keep calm is this for you or the pet or both
1: both yeah (laughs) both Um, you know pets can pick up on your energy and your nerves so you know, as try as you might that's possible to stay as calm as possible Mm. Um, you know don't if you're anxious and nervous the pets definitely gonna pick up on that and then they're gonna be anxious and nervous as well you know always keep a very calm demeanor talk very soft and slowly And, um, I, I tend to speak in that little baby high pitched noise. And so, I mean, I'm having to work on that, but smooth voice and just staying calm will help keep your pet a little bit calmer.
0: Okay. Well, that, that's, uh, that's a good point there. And, um, you also say visit the vet before an appointment. What do you mean by that?
1: Um, you know, a lot of vets probably would welcome you, you know, um, just going and just if they're not busy, of course, I mean, vets are constantly busy lately, it seems like, but if you want to discuss with your vet, say, hey, can I just, I have a really anxious dog and can I just come by and you have him meet you, get used to the smells, rub on him, give him some belly rubs, treats or something and get to meet you and, and that before you go to the vet visit and then they might associate with you, hey, this is not such a bad place because they're not going the first time and getting poked and prodded with shots or anything Mm. like that or just continuing it on um you know or just you know like for us when we have drive you know our curbside service you know you know people can just come by and just we don't have a lot of time but we're willing to just pet a little dog or whatever just to kind of get them used to us
0: and, so. and I would think even sitting in the lobby with all those smells and things absolutely. would be yeah. kind of calming.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, but I think depends on if it's really busy, if you've got a really anxious dog, mm-hmm. um, you know, it might be best just to stay outside, yeah, um, that's true you too. know, because then it's just the fresh air and you being there, staying calm. Um, especially if we have a really loud lobby and everything like that, that can, and a lot of anxious dogs itself, that, you know that could just set you know just make for a terrible experience for the dog as well.
0: Well, that's uh, g- uh good information there. Don Roberts joining us with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic uh, talking about some tips to make um, your visit to the vet as stress free as possible. Uh, another point is to prepare, so um, if if you're in a hurry, you're running late, you're anxious, I'm sure that kind of rubs off too. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yeah. And if you know if, what the information the vet's office is needing, make sure you have that ready so you're not around scrambling or you arrive at the vet's office and you're figuring out what to do and everything like that. So anything to help you stay calm is going to, in the end, help the pet stay calm as well because they look for you for yeah. you know guidance and safety and things.
0: We already kind of touched on this, but uh, familiarizing your, your pet with – Car trips um, is is pretty important.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. You don't want to have your pet be associated that every, a car means vet. Um, you know, just make running around fun for them and never know what they're, where they're going, think they're going to go for a walk or going to get a pup cup or something like mm-hmm. that. And But also, you know, if you're going to go shopping, that might not be the best time to take your dog with you because you should never, ever leave your pets in a car unattended heat or cold because it just the temperatures is very deadly to the animals
0: yeah. uh, what do you mean by choose a quiet time of the day
1: well you know, I don't know. A lot of vets, you know, they do, they can schedule their appointments. Um, if you have a dog that's super anxious, if you can call them and they might be able to, you know, arrange a schedule where, you know, maybe around lunchtime um, it's a little quieter or at the end of the day um, or the beginning in the morning and just kind of talk with them and see if there is a chance that, you know, they can come in when it's not so busy. The lobby's not full with barking dogs and cats, especially, you know, cats might be a little bit nervous if there's a lobby full of dogs um you know and if not if they can't you know if you get there and it's busy like i've said already just wait outside or in the car just let them know you're there and let them know that you know you'll just wait until it's their appointment time so that would just cause less stress for the animal
0: and i think with covid uh, most that offices happens. absolutely
1: <laughs> and yeah. so
0: they're they're accustomed to that it uh, would be an easier thing right. now than maybe it was two yeah. years ago and,
1: yeah and i think this whole uh covid thing is just really a lot of people were you know not going anywhere and so their pet was with them all the time so you know getting them desensitized is really some really much more important now um because you know their separation anxiety you know they're away from their owners and it really it does make it hard on them
0: uh would it be favorable to um have something that your pet i i know that my puppy likes to have a little chew toys and things to, to take those on trips to just to kind of take their mind off yeah. something. Would that yeah. be good? Yeah.
1: Anything that's familiar with them, you know, in their crate or anything like that. I mean, I know if you're, you know, some procedures you have to be maintain a sterile environment. So you definitely would need to talk with the vet's office, whether or not you could bring a blanket or their favorite toy, or anything like that. I know with cat, you know, we see cats coming in with their little toy or something like that, just to give them a little bit of comfort that smells like home and that they're familiar
0: with, yeah. and that helps. Uh, you, you we've mentioned um, waiting outside in the car if if the lobby is is really busy. And uh, but at this point, I think is is really interesting. Avoid other anxious pets so right. i mean waiting in uh, outside before instead of the lobby that might help you avoid anxious right. pets.
1: yeah i mean if you walk in and you can kind of tell that the the animal's very un- uncomfortable then you know you don't want that energy you know they're very attuned so you know you might just have to go wait outside if it's bad weather go just kind of wait in your car and just kind of be as calming as possible
0: yeah I, i've i've seen a few anxious Um, dogs in the vet office lobby before and you're right if you've got a dog they're very much watching exactly what's going on (laughs) exactly right yeah
1: you know and not all cats um you know a lot of them are very nervous around dogs so Mm. especially if you have a dog that's kind of just very loud and moving around a lot it might make the cat a little bit more uncomfortable
0: i know that um When we take our animals to the vet's office, there are always lots of treats from the vets and the techs and things of that nature. I'm sure they love that, and that may be something that we could do too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we—I mean, we try that easily. Sometimes though, they're so scared that they don't—you know—they don't want it from us. But you know, as a pet owner, you know, you know, if they'll accept it from you, give them positive reinforcement during the visit or even after the visit saying, Hey, you know, you were good. Here's your reward for, you know, give them lots of treats after the visit, making you say, Oh, okay. So that visit gives me lots of treats. Uh, and we do try, but a lot of them are so scared that, you know, they won't take a treat from us and it might not be their favorite
0: treat. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that, that happened uh, on the very first trip for, uh, one of the pups. And then by the next trip, it was like, she was trying to get into the container holding all of the, the treats. Right. So, you know, it's just the difference between one time and the next.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and and it, we kind of touched on this a little bit as well, but something familiar with them, uh, something they have at home, a toy, a blanket, yeah. something, that, that can really help along. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Them. Yes. It's familiar smells. It's a smell of home. Um, and it's just kind of something that's comforting to them
0: for for dogs and cats it's it's really about the old smeller isn't it yes yes it is (laughs) yeah Yeah. smells are important so uh and i would think that you could talk to your your veterinarian too about you know my dog is really really anxious what can i do and you know they may have some other ideas too
1: correct yeah they i mean that's the best thing is to talk because they know your pet better than you know anyone other than you so and then you know if there's just dogs that you know are just super anxious or have extreme separation anxiety you know vets can always prescribe some anti-calming i mean anti-anxiety medicine mm-hmm. um for cats you can try the felloa you know spray diffusing for dogs as well and that kind of pheromones that kind of tries to be a little bit calming but certainly if if you've got a really anxious dog and nothing seems to help and you know can't be touched or anything you can vets can give you an anti-anxiety medication to kind of help make the you know visit a little less stressful for everybody
0: fun stuff uh dawn i appreciate you coming by today this is really interesting absolutely um dawn roberts joining us today from the beasley animal foundation and clinic and uh, a reminder that if you missed any part of the program came in a bit late uh, check the podcast at wgnsradio.com under podcast look for rutherford issues or wherever you listen to audio spotify itunes google play and more